The following podcast has been brought to you and paid for by Castro GTX. Drive hard. So then Jason corners the Mad Hatter and he starts swearing at him. Like, going off. You short fucking hat-wearing fuck. (laughs) Fuck you. And Hatter stands there, stunned that Robin's cussing him out. And then Bruce came in, and do you remember what you said to Jason? What? Watch your language. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you found another body today. That makes eight in as many weeks. Any clues to the identity of the killer? You never stop, do you? Can't we just have a drink? No new clues yet, but I'll be sure to turn the signal on if we need you. Your father and I had better communication when we were fighting this war. War? You still call it a war? It is a war for the soul of this city. I don't know, Bruce. Calling it a war feels like trying to justify all the lives that have been lost. Your father knew protecting Gotham required real sacrifice. My father died from a heart attack after being frozen in a block of ice by a man wearing a fucking refrigerator suit. Mr. Freeze. I know who he is. That's how you see my father, isn't it? As a sacrifice? You dragged him into this insanity, just like you did Dick and Jason. It was a long time ago. You know what he did to you, Dick. You almost lost yourself because Bruce weaponized your grief. And Jason? You took another kid who was lost and angry and alone and convinced him that he'd be invincible if he put on a mask. No more Robins, Bruce. Thank you for checking out the One Best Podcast. I am your host. Batcast. <laughs> yeah, the Batcast is the host. Thank you for checking out the One Best Podcast, Batcast Edition. I am your host, Andrew Karachi, alongside Andrew Quimby. And I almost nailed that intro. Uh, what do we have in store tonight? Tonight, we are discussing the first four episodes of the new season of Titans. Did, is that the name? Is that the name of the show? Is it just Titans, or is it DC's Titans, or? I think it's just Titans. I never know what to title it when I when I uh, upload the videos. I think every other week I change the title of the show. I don't know. I've I've been putting DC's Titans in the podcast thing because I'm like, otherwise Titans is kind of just like a general out there name, which I feel like could be anything. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans, featuring Nightwing <laughs> and Steve McNair. That'd be kind of hilarious. I want a show with Steve McNair and Nightwing. Considering Steve McNair is dead, but in the DC universe, they probably could revive him. They have the technology. Not. And they will at the time. Um, what do you think of our new sponsor? You heard about that one, huh? I, I'm shocked that it was not uh, sponsored by Popper Dink, actually. Popper Dink. 
Because <laughs> Topper Dink's not a thing. We need to make oh, that okay. a thing, though. I so thought that's what you were going to go with. <laughs> it's brought to you by Popper Dink. Rated PG-13. Okay. Starts everywhere Friday. No. Um, <laughs> what If you heard of a movie called Popper Dink and that's all you knew, would you see it? That's the title of the movie, Popper Dink. You have no idea who's in it. No idea what the plot is. All you know is the title and the rating. What's the rating? PG-13. Uh, so you know it's not a porno. If I got anything, if I've got nothing better to do, sure, why not? I'm not saying you'd have to go see it, but like if it was, you're just scrolling on Netflix and there's no picture. It's just a, it's just as popper dink, no description. That wouldn't catch your cur- That wouldn't uh, catch I, your curiosity. I would probably click on it to see what it is. Yes. Yeah, the last the last movie where I didn't get a description of a movie where I just you know I'm not gonna say that because that that that's gonna incriminate myself and, and and I'm gonna end up in jail. So we'll end that. So um, if you want to check out the podcast, you could do, <laughs> uh, go on to Apple Pod, type in One Best Podcast, search Backcast, and you'll find our podcast on that. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. PlayPod, um, Google, Chromecast, uh, Pornhub, iPhone, um, Walmart1.com, um, Target Benefits, and uh, Skype. Okay, we're on maybe like five of those things. I'll mm-hmm. let you decide which ones they are. If you want to contact the show... You could go to uh, Facebook, search Batcast Weekly, um, hit like, and you can comment on on each episode that you want because it all gets uploaded there. You could post a discussion if you want, or if you want to just say hi, that'd be nice too. Just know that I'm not in a room with a bunch of bots. That'd be kind of nice. Um, if you want to contact the show and have an email read right on the air, you can email the show at onebestpodcast at gmail.com forward slash dot, dot, dot. And you type that all in, and you'll get Andrew, who will respond to your email via the telephone. He will call you personally to reward you $10. And Andrew, do we have any emails this week? Uh, nothing, nothing you said is accurate for the record. But no, we do not have any emails. It doesn't matter. There's no money here. Nobody's getting paid money. Like somehow this podcast is going to blow up and there's going to be 5,000 people demanding $10. <laughs> We're going to get sued somehow for like fraudulent something or other. And like something ridiculous like that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You you won't know unless you try. That actually sounds like that would that sounds like that actually get you some like stupid headlines. Um that'd probably be a lot of good publicity. We could probably afford it if we got some real sponsors with that. Right. Not only does this not not only does this podcast uh 
promise fake prizes to their listeners. They also sponsored by fake pod by fake sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> they claim to be <laughs> they claim to be sponsored by a motor oil company. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> that would be amazing though. Right. But uh, but anyways, um, so a few things have broke over the last couple of weeks. Um, we got news that there's going to be an Injustice animated movie. I might have touched a little bit upon it last week or the last pod we did, but uh, it looks like it's going to be really good. It's going to be, a, from what I've read about it, a five-part movie, which is crazy because – uh, it goes in the span of uh, Injustice year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. So they're going to cover it all completely, which that's it's one of the biggest DC stories told in recent history, especially uh, other than the, the original ones. But like the Injustice original story, I think, was like from the 90s or like the late early 2000s and then adapted into that video game, which is what got it mainstream attention. So and it's going to be five movies, is what you're saying? I think so, yeah. Like a five-part movie. Well, damn. That's a that's a, that's a big commitment thing right there. Okay. Well, it's supposed to be, like, really good. Like, the Injustice story is... Mm-hmm. There's no way to do it justice unless you cover all of it. Yeah. Like, you can't half-ass it because you're going to piss off your fan base that you already pissed off numerous times to begin with not me i i haven't been pissed off by many of their movies of the past i think a lot of them have been pretty good to okay but i haven't been angry like i think the last dc movie i was angry about was justice league dark and apparently everyone loved it so apparently i'm just stupid i guess but um (laughs) that was the last movie that upset me i thought the killing joke was very good and even though people disagree with that, I thought that um, I, as far as their big projects, the Dark Knight Returns was excellent. And obviously, we all love the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death of the Family, I thought was crap. However, I didn't think the idea of it was crap. I just thought that it shouldn't have been called Death of the Family. Mm-hmm. I thought we were getting the Death of the Family comic, not red hood version two like (laughs) that's what we got Mm -hmm. so i would say i guess that movie kind of pissed me off a little bit but as far as uh the last couple of movies long halloween was pretty good um i don't think it's as good as people are saying it is but i never saw part two yet so we'll see we'll save that for a later date but it has the movies we've we've reviewed on this pod because those are pretty much the only ones you've seen right Mm-hmm. Have any of them pissed you off? Pissed me off? No. Like, like you felt like that was just either bad or really disappointing, or didn't enjoy watching. No, I, I there wasn't anything that I was like. No, I, I don't think so. There I mean, was I didn't care. I, I didn't like, care for. I didn't care for Batman Ninja, but. That's just because that movie wasn't for me. Oh, yeah, Batman Ninja. That was great. I really liked Batman Ninja. I enjoyed that. 
half of it went over my head and I still enjoyed that movie. Yeah, you you seem to love it. <laughs> I I just I just feel like the stupid fight at the end between Joker and Batman just having a weird samurai fight was just like the best scene that's ever existed. Yeah. Uh, I can't agree with you with that. But I mean, like to each his own. Like I said, some people loved it and some people didn't. Some people call it the strangest Batman movie that ever existed. Um, I find that. Yes, yes. I, I find that a pretty accurate. I feel like there's got to be a stranger Batman movie out there. Like, stranger than that. Um, there has to be. I mean, the Arkham Knight movie was kind of weird. Some of those episodes are kind of weird. But I don't really consider that a movie. Yeah. Um. And I wouldn't really, I don't think it was more weird than uh, Batman Ninja. Other than that first episode was awful. Um, Yeah, that one, not good. I'm trying to think, like, a weird Batman movie. No, I mean, we never reviewed Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That might, just the title alone should kind of put it in the category, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've reviewed some there are, DC. There are Batman Scooby Doo crossover too. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's that's Adam West Batman. That doesn't count. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That's the that's the '60s Batman. So I, I don't count that because that that's supposed to be super hokey. That's like putting Batman in the Flintstones. Which they should do, by the way. Just saying. But it came out in 2018. How can it be Adam West Batman? No, it's not actually played by Adam West. It's that style Batman. Is oh, it? Are, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's a remake. Or not a remake. That's a, rep- that's, a, that's a reprint. Because that Batman Scooby-Doo thing came out like in the 60s. Oh, the Brave and the Bold? Is it the is it called Batman Brave and the Bold? Yeah. Okay, so the Batman Brave and the Bold is supposed to be a mixture of Adam, like it's supposed to be kind of the campy Batman, but with a little with a little seriousness to it. So not as campy as Adam West, but nowhere near as dark as Tim Burton or uh, Bruce Timm. Okay. It's supposed to be kind of campy. Because Batman will talk to children and give life lesson speeches and talk to the press and stuff like that. <clears throat> but the Brave and the Bold comic series was supposed to be every episode Batman was teaming up with a different hero. From the DC Universe. And then sometimes uh, when they came out, some Marvel characters too, but that was when they used to do that. Like, there was uh, one where he teamed up, I think, with the Punisher. And Batman said a line to him saying that, you know, when you kill a person, you're not not, uh, taking out a killer. You're just replacing one killer with another one. And Punisher replies, like, yeah, that's why I don't stop at just one. 
So it's like one of the rare times you actually see kind of Batman's logic thrown back in his face. (laughs) (laughs) And with, with talking about killing, let's get into Titans because there was some killing in this show. Um, I mean, we get, we get everything from the red hood and amplified but sped up at the same time. So it's like, think of the Red Hood movie, which is they use scenes from the Red Hood movie, but yeah. then they they kind of incorporated, They it's like they didn't want Batman in this series at all. That, that, that That's what it came for me, because the way they wrote him off the show was like, <laughs> they didn't want him at all, which I think was the plan in the first season that Batman was never going to be in this show. He was yeah. going to be a distant person that people talk about. Then they fucked up and introduced him in the second season. And in this one, they're like, we want to go back to what what people liked about the first season. And let's make Batman a psychopath again. Because from everything you heard from Dick Grayson in the first season, Bruce Wayne was a psychopath. And mm-hmm. the second season, you find out that it was just the way he was, in, it, that Dick Grayson was, was kind of leaning towards the psychopathic way. And Bruce was really trying to bring him back. And Bruce never fully recovered from Nightwing ever leaving him. And then we find out that he's just a psychopath again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Honestly, I feel like Batman is probably more of a psychopath than not a psychopath. Yes, I, I think so, too. So within the first five minutes of this first episode, uh, Jason Todd is introduced again, and he's killed. Mm-hmm. Um, beaten I'm with sad. the crowbar. I'm really sad that there wasn't some sort of crowbar pun or joke or line there, because there were so many crowbar things. From see, I just want I just want more of the Red Hood movie in the show. You, you yeah, but what made the Red Hood movie great was the Joker too. And yeah. try telling a Red Hood movie without Batman or the Joker. It you can't do it. it. It's so hard to do. But I think without those elements, they did the best they possibly could. Mm-hmm. You took the two main parts of that story out of it completely, replaced Batman with Nightwing, which I guess could work because we're more familiar with Nightwing in this universe anyways. And Nightwing in this universe is almost identical to Batman anyways. Mm-hmm. He He's pretty damn close. I guess uh, in the comics, um, Dick Grayson used to always talk to the press and that kind of stuff. This version, they're making him very distant. Mm-hmm. Dark, moody. I like it better for that. They kind of going more of the Bruce Tim route than the than the the creator of the Teen Titans version. Which works for me. I like it like that. But yeah. you know, they they so Dick Grayson finds out that Jason is killed and he goes to Gotham alone. Which I thought was kind of weird that he didn't bring someone with him the first time he went. He just kind of went. Because you, you hear about Jason Ty being murdered by the Joker. You know something's going to probably happen. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Barbara Gordon. Um, she's in a wheelchair. Apparently, the Joker ripped her entire leg off. Did you catch that line? No. So, wait, she's missing a leg? Yes. I thought she was shot. She said she was shot by the Joker. 
she was shot and then she got her leg cut off. Oh. And usually I'm the one that notices all these things. You really picked up on all this stuff in these these episodes that I miss completely. Well she she doesn't she's missing a leg. Did you even notice she was missing a leg? I did not miss notice she was missing a leg. Well, you know the actress who plays her doesn't have an is she only has one leg. Oh. So they okay. wrote that into the they wrote that into the story. Hmm. Maybe when they originally made the script, they were gonna go with the old backstory where she was shot, but because they casted an actress who actually was, you know, um missing a leg. They had to explain that. I guess, yeah. So the Joker is extremely psychotic to the point where he's cutting people's legs off, limbs off, essentially. Yeah. Um, it it was because it, it happened in the uh, the conversation when she was arguing with Bruce in the in the the thing. I think she either said it to that or Dick and real casual. I forget where it was mentioned, but one of the other uh, shows I listened to picked up on it. Hmm. Um, So the other thing was this Bruce Wayne is, I would say he's delusional too, because he just doesn't kind of, he doesn't remember things the way that they actually happened. And like he talked about Jim Gordon. Oh, Jim Gordon was better back in the day we we got along really good and she was like he died of a heart attack by being froze to death by victor freeze like because because bruce has allowed all these people to run rampant in the city pretty much she's pissed at him for not killing these people so she like okay's murder which is totally weird because it's like that whole Bat family is like anti-murder, anti-murder, anti-murder. And it's mm-hmm. like they're demonizing Bruce for not murdering these people. Well, it's more like, like she's, I feel like she said the thing is like, is like, do you, I feel like you, you want them to escape. You let them yes. escape so you can keep playing your games with them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's been an argument that's been made in the past against Bruce in uh, the animated series, there was an episode where they, um, this district attorney would say that Batman is just as unstable as the crooks he brings in. And so the crooks all kidnapped her and kidnapped Batman somehow and put Batman on trial. And had the district attorney be the one to defend Batman and Harvey Dent was the prosecutor and the Joker was the judge. And then the jury was all Arkham Asylum inmates. Of course. <laughs> and so she made her point. She she pretty much put all these different people on the stands, went over their backstories, and the case they were trying to make is these people only exist because Batman exists. And through her uh, prosecuting or through her cross-examining all these witnesses, she soon to realize that these people would have been here regardless if there was a Batman or not. And um, so they, the jury went back, they deliberated it back, 
and they declared Batman not guilty. And she was just like, amazing. And uh, Joker was even said, he's even said like, you found out that we wrecked our own miserable lives. But since we are so miserable, we're going to waste you anyways. <laughs> because they said if she won the case, they let them go free. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was one of the better episodes where you get to see all the characters in one episode. Yeah. Which the animated series doesn't do a lot of villain team-ups. Because when you do that, you usually one guy shines over the other and it makes the other one not as credible or not as uh, like a B player and you don't want to do that. Because then when they get their standalone episode, it, it makes that one look like crap. Because mm-hmm. in the animated series, I don't think Joker teams up with really anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Penguin does, but that's about it. Yeah. So, so what else, what else we got? So, essentially, Joker, after Joker kills Jason Todd, um, Nightwing has some words with Batman pretty much telling him that like it's your fault this has all happened barbara was right and batman realized that nightwing was right so he went and murdered the joker in his cell and beat him to death with a crowbar apparently Mm -hmm. that was never shown it was all implied um and then he woke dick up that night and said that you need to be a better batman than me and Mm -hmm. he he drove away, never to be seen from again. Mm-hmm. I do like that though. He was, he's like, I was as I was, I was beating him, I was killing him with a, I, I smashed his head with the crowbar. He was just laughing the entire time because he really, because he knew that he he won. Yep. Yep. A similar thing like that happened in Hush, and Hush, where he was strangling the Joker like he was going to kill him because he thought Joker killed his best friend. And Joker even told him, he's just like, I'm honored you're willing to break your code for me, but I hope you would do it when I actually killed the guy. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that was. uh, Yeah, that was the first, like, what, 10 minutes of the episode. (laughs) Well, the Bruce Wayne thing was the, the ending of it. When he came in with the bloody crowbar, that ended the episode. Yeah. Even though, if you watched the trailer, you would have already known that was going to happen. And normally, uh, they shouldn't have. I think that's why they released like three episodes at once, because they would have pissed a lot of people off. They only released one episode, and everyone's going to be like, "You showed all of that in the trailer." So this is like their way. I feel like of shutting them up and like, yeah. We show, okay, so the trailer was really the first episode, so we'll give you, here's the real episode you were waiting for, episode two and three. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the first three episodes were like... They kind of run together. Yeah, they're kind of, it's kind of all kind of tied and it kind of establishes everything kind of thing. So Dick decides he's going to stay in Gotham 
because there's this Red Hood guy going around, and he needs backup. So he calls the Titans. Now this is where this is where it gets kind of weird for me because again, I feel like this story is best if the Titans are not involved in it. That they should have been doing two. I feel like we should be doing two separate stories and having uh, the Titans be doing their thing while Nightwing's in Gotham. Because he, they don't, does he need them? Sure. But like for the way the show has been written, I think it would have been better if Dick was doing this on his own. Yep. Because you're tracking down one guy with an entire team. Mm-hmm. Minus Raven, who's going to bring back Donna Troy. And I'm going to be pissed when she comes back. God, I hope not. I'm going to be mad because uh, so far this show has done a great job of when they when someone dies, they stay dead. And I other than Jericho, but that was that was fine the way they did that, because they didn't actually bring back like a Jericho body. They just. And Jericho didn't ruin the plot of the story either. Yeah. It was a way to defeat Slade in a way, I guess. I don't know. But they. But the um, for the most part in this show, when someone is perceived dead, they're gone. They don't come back. Yeah, they would. Uh, I feel like they would undermine themselves so much at that point if they brought her back. They, like no. Right. And part of me is thinking they will because they killed off a character. Uh, they killed off Hank. Yeah, in see, okay. a really, really cool way. I like the way they did this. Yes. Um, I like thank God this. That's one of the things I'm like. All right, this season has definitely improved because they figured out how to kill a character off and actually make it matter, rather right. than freaking Donna Troy's death, which was stupid. Donna Troy's death was retarded, and so was Slade. Um. <laughs> But they managed to kill a character and make and it... so was Trigon. Trigon was bad, too, the way they killed... Well, they didn't really kill him, but the way they defeated him. It was dumb. I have some information on that, by the way. So apparently they were going to do a big Trigon thing for season two, but they they ran out of budget, and so that's why they got rid of Trigon. Because it cost a lot of money for them to make that digital Trigon. <laughs> and they ran out of money, so they, they, they wasted them. But apparently he's supposed to be coming back. See, I feel like they could have easily done that was they just put him back in his human body and just have the regular actor and that would have been fine. Yeah, because when he turned into Demon Trigon, I was like, meh. The human version was much more menacing to me. Mm -hmm. So... So the way they killed off Hank, um, it was obviously we're not going to get too much into the second episode because the second episode was just a big reveal of Jason Todd and the whole Red Hood story. So the third episode is really the one that's um, key here. So we'll kind of skip ahead here. But mm-hmm. the um, the whole the whole thing was to they're going to kill off a main character. And Hank, who has been, I thought, been pretty good over the last few episodes he's been in, 
Um, other than the first season where he was kind of a hothead, this one he's like pretty cool and calm and for the most part. And he just wants to get back with Dawn, even though he's the one who broke it off, which was kind of weird that he wants to get back with her, but whatever. Um, it's like, I feel like the writers don't watch their own show at times, but. I don't know. See, I, I definitely see this. I feel like I kind of contributed that to the whole thing. We're like, Hey, whatever this third season, we're going to make it make, we're going to, we're going to do a solid story here. So maybe right. it doesn't fit with what happened, but it's a much better version this way. Yeah. And I think, I think that's what they were doing too. So they had Jason completely play um, Hank. I mean, they he got him down, got him all over town. Got well, the Titans couldn't find him. Had him destroy his phone, and had him strip completely naked, which was weird, and had him swim across a pool, and uh, put a put this like wire bomb thing on in him that was run by Wayne Tech. And what EKG bomb. Yep. It was all registered on his heartbeats. So he had certain amount of heartbeats left until it would explode. And the main, so they're kind of trying to come up with ways to stop it. So that's what Connor comes in because Connor has half of Lex's brain. So he was telling, they told Connor to come up with a device to pretty much get rid of the bomb. Right. Yep. And so he's going through all these different trials in super speed motion which, and until he had the 100% probability that it could work. So mm-hmm. he's doing that while the rest of them are trying to find uh, Red Hood, except for Beast Boy, who just, I don't know, he had some cool fight scenes in the first episode, and that was about it for him. Uh, <laughs> he's babysitter. He watched Connor do things. Yeah, and that's pretty much all they're using him for. Also, they explained why um, why Beast Boy has only been turning into a green tiger. Um, not in the show, but um, from uh, some of the releases, they said. Okay. Uh, they don't they didn't have the budget to create other animals. So that's why mm. he could only be a tiger. I, I kind of figured that in the first season. Right. I feel like I even said that at one point. <laughs> but he's going to be turning into different animals this year. Okay. They got the budget for it. Their budget's huge. Nice. Um, much, much bigger budget than in years past. Mm-hmm. With HBO Max pouring, just pouring cash into the show. Mm-hmm. So, so with that said, um, the way they did this, they had... Uh, Red Hood had Dawn practically like rob a not a bank but a thing like the transporting part of the bank armored armored transport full of gold vaults not practically she legitimately robbed it like okay I also did not realize that her magic feather cloak was also fucking bulletproof somehow like also she can throw the feathers and their fucking knives I guess we've never really seen her like legitimately fight. She's always just no, like because they didn't have a budget fight. for it. Like, like she was never in her dawn her dove costume in the first two seasons. Yeah, and that's the one thing they did well in this show. For the most part, 
when they would go and do work, they were in their costumes. When they did recon, they weren't. And that makes sense. Because I Mm -hmm. had a feeling they were going to have Nightwing or Dick Grayson the entire time, not in the Nightwing costume. But when he fought Red Hood in the fourth episode, he was back to be Nightwing. So he was able to change real quick and be Nightwing. And I was like, good. Because that's what we want to see. We don't want to see Dick Grayson versus Jason Todd. We want to see Nightwing versus Red Hood. (laughs) So pretty much he gives him a gun and or he gives her her a gun and says that I have the, the switch. If you kill me, then you'll save Hank. And, you know, Nightwing shows up, says there'll be another way. We can't do it like this. And she pulls the trigger anyways, right before Connor is about to save him. And uh, he explodes because the gun itself was the detonator. Really cool, really creative way of Mm -hmm. killing off a character. And the only thing, the only problem I have with it is it didn't create any it didn't create any turmoil within the team in the next episode. What do you mean? It seems like it's created all the turmoil. No, it, it seems like, like well, Connor's yeah, nobody. Both, yeah, like, they all, but they're all blaming themselves rather than blaming each other. Connor's mm-hmm. Connor blames himself for not getting it done in time. Uh, Dove blames herself for pulling the trigger. But she seems to be okay with it. Like she's, she's. It seems like her character, like this actress, just seems like incapable of ever being angry. Mm-hmm. And because um, she just seems very happy and very positive all the time. Um, I'm. I think we should have seen a fight within the team because, especially night, especially Dick Grayson, should have been almost to the point where. She was going to be on untalking terms with Dove, with Don, because she she chose that choice to pull that trigger, and it mm-hmm. ultimately led to Hank's death. Even when Nightwing said, "We have Connor. He figured it out. Do not pull that trigger." Yeah. And they didn't. There was never an argument. There was never a fight about it. And I feel mm. like when you have a scene like that where it's their fault, he's dead. Obviously, it's Jason's fault, but I mean, like, it's their fault because they could have could have prevented it by working better as a team and a teammate died because of it. It's I especially in this show with these characters and the way they've been fighting with each other over everything. This would have been a justified fight rather than Mm -hmm. all them all mad at Nightwing and the. They're all mad at Nightwing for just fucking weird reason that Jericho got killed, that it wasn't even his fault that Jericho got killed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It and seems that this whole killing off Hank thing and then Dawn leaving. Um, I feel like, see, this season has cor- is correcting one of the biggest problems that this show has had. Yeah. Too many characters. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest flaw that they have had from the start. Is they have too many characters that they're trying to all do at the same time. 
Right, and so, you don't need, so, you can have you can have a bunch of characters, but you don't have to have them in every episode. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a story arc for all of them all the time. You could do one-off episodes similar to how Justice League did it, where one episode Batman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman are working together. The next episode, Superman and John. And then you could have a main story that goes over the same thing. But a team like this would split up anyway, so they're not going to do everything always together. So maybe when they were in Gotham, it should have been maybe just Batman or Nightwing, uh, Connor, and, say, Beast Boy or Corey. Because Corey does have an in with the police, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And maybe Beast Boy is at... Maybe Beast Boy is trying to track down Raven because he doesn't know where she is, even though we do know where she is, but maybe we have a different story that he decides he's going to stay at Titan Tower and track her down. Or you don't have to use all the characters all the time. That's what the first season really struggled with. First two seasons really struggled with it. This one, like, I agree with you. They're correcting it. Well, well, yeah, and then there's the whole Blackfire thing, which I, I, so stupid. That's going to be the main story. Uh, I hope not. But the fans wanted. They want the Starfire thing to progress. They've been building it for like two years. Why? Who cares? That's because we don't care about Starfire. But I, like she, I, she's just there. She does fire. See, part of the thing that's weird is Starfire is always on the out. Is, is going to be on the outside of the Titans because, like, kind of how like Dick is always going to be like the leader slash like kind of thing is because he's just older than the other ones. And she's right. just got age gap too, and that and it's one of the problems they have is they have that age gap that kind of makes it weird because like theoretically they should all be pretty much the same age well, as a team. Like I said, it depends titans. on well, they're not the team titans; they're just the titans. I know, but I'm just and I'm saying in general, and so like it kind of so she's like I don't know it's it's. It puts her out of place with the rest of them. Yeah. That's and then why, she like, got the whole, I don't know, the whole, her whole calling up the therapist that she tried to hook up with one time. And now she just calls him and just is, he's just the therapist that's, she's like, every time she calls, she's like having a mental breakdown. And every time he answers, he's just hitting on her. Um, like, it's just so freaking awkward and weird, and just, like, her whole story is just kind of a painful thing, and then her whole sleepwalking and attacking everyone, and then Beast Boy, he had his freaking thing where he was pissed off, and he's just like, no, I'm done helping everyone, this is freaking bullshit, and then instantly, two seconds later, goes, all right, I'll be back to helping you, and just completely caves on everything he did. And just, like, what the fuck was the point of him throwing a tantrum saying he's not going to help anyone anymore? And then instantly turned around. All right, I guess I'll help. Because he's a kid. 
Even though you just tried to freaking murder me five seconds ago. You know what? I'm cool with you again. Then she puts him in the trunk. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, part of the weirdness of that show. Um, It seems like they can't shake that stuff, but um, I don't know. I I feel like the show is trending the right direction. Um, I hope Star... Blackfire isn't the main focal point. I hope it's just a little side thing. Yeah, because it's it's another problem with it is, I guess it's so the whole Nightwing thing and the Red Hood thing. It's all very grounded. Yes, it's real. And then you go to the Starfire thing, and it's all mystical alien princess um, kind of thing. And to an extent, that was the problem with Rachel with in the first couple seasons where she was like demon power girl. Like it just felt weird when she was doing things. Cause it, 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 the show is so grounded that when you have that stuff, it feels like odd almost because you kind of power too. Yeah. And so it just feels strange. And so they eliminated Raven now by sending her off, whatever. Um, but now you still got, You've got her um, freaking, well, Starfire, who can just still, like, do her ridiculous fire stuff at will. And, again, like, it, it feels overpowered because this show feels so grounded and you have a person with mystical powers. It just Yeah, seems and the villains great. don't have powers. It just, yeah. it kind of, it's like the same thing. What The problem we were going to have, we thought they were going to use, how they were going to use Connor. Like, we felt like there were, if they had Connor, you even need a Titan show when Connor could just do the whole thing himself. Well, the way they kind of explained it is Connor's not ready to be taking the field as a, uh, as like a, for combat purposes. That's not what they're utilizing him for because he's, you, they can't really trust him because they just don't, they don't know and he doesn't know what he's capable of. He's still mm-hmm. very green. So they're still kind of like working through that. In the meantime, he's using his super powered brain to help them solve things that way. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm kind of hoping they do something where they kind of nuke his powers a little bit. Because when they do eventually get him out on the field, I or maybe he disappears halfway through the season, and that's when you get your spinoff Superboy show. Which I think a Super Bowl a Superboy show would be fine. Yeah. But him being in the Titans, unless he's like, there has to be something where he loses his powers or something like that. And all he has is his mind and some very basic fighting techniques. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Beast Boy with his uh, parkour fight style he has. Yeah. Which apparently, I guess he did some massive training between seasons to learn all that stuff. So that's why we're seeing him do that stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I guess they had three months for him to figure shit out. Which, again, I feel like is a, that, that's, that's, that's one of the problems I have with this. Is, like, all of this happened. Like, Jason turned into Red Hood and got brainwashed somehow. Like, like Beast Boy became a good fighter and, like, it just seems like it seemed like so much happened in three months 
it just I feel like there should have been a larger time gap. Yeah. And I feel like it wouldn't have hurt for them to have a larger time gap. Why couldn't they skip ahead a year? Yeah, why couldn't it have been a year later? Like it would have I don't know. And that that would have at least it would have given the whole Jason being Red Hood thing a little more feasibility that he's been struggling for a year. And maybe, and that's why Bruce was more quick to find someone else because he gave Jason time and he didn't get better. And that's why he was kind of being weird with Jason kind of thing. And like, I don't know. It's just, and these are all things that, and these are all problems that could have been easily solved with a simple, a, a real simple fix. Like we're not asking them to change the story. We're just saying, why don't you just say this happened a year later than three months? Yeah, because it's just, then it makes all of their progression more meaningful. Right. Because it's just, it kind of short changes all of the changes they made between seasons, all the character changes they did between seasons where all the characters are different here and different there. Like, it just kind of seems like, oh, three months, like, relatively speaking, that that is not much time. Like I that, will say, yeah, I will say though, the Nightwing costume or the Nightwing suit looks so fucking good. It like, actually... it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not look hokey. Um, it, it it's exact, and I I don't know what it is, but he he looks like Nightwing. Like I. I don't think they could have, and I say this almost every time we talk about this, I don't think they could have casted anyone better yep. for this role. He looks like him. He he acts like him. You could tell he's done his homework on the character. The, the Nightwing costume looks great. He looks like Nightwing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen Batman variations where the, the suit, to me, always looked weird. Um, pretty much in all the Batman movies, the suit always seemed like it was more of a suit of armor than a bat's like a suit that were to help him with combat. This mm-hmm. uh, Nightwing suit doesn't look like a suit of armor. It looks like something to ha- that would help him, wouldn't restrain him. It would make him more agile. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look fake. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Where the Batman costumes between the Tim Burton ones and the Christian Bale ones and the, uh, God, the bat flack ones, the, the suits always looked weird. They could look like a guy dressing up like, like Batman rather than this is Batman. Yeah. Which kind of disappoints me a little because I, I kind of want to see the Titans version of Batman. Yeah. We did like, kind of see I, it in a in a flashback. You see, like you, the most you saw was a silhouette, though. Like right. I, like I, w- I kind of would like to see like the full like along the trends of Nightwing's costume, but the Batman version of that, I feel like that would be a cool freaking costume. Like yeah. it would be a cool suit. Like it would look really good. And I'm, it's a little sad we don't get to see that. Like maybe there's some like, time. Maybe sometime we will. But for right now, 
they legitimately, I feel like they even called it out in the show because it didn't, uh, Beast Boy was like, or was that Connor that was like, can we see the bat suit? And he was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think he said they won't allow that or, or like he won't allow that or <laughs> something like that. Pretending like that, uh, that HBO Max was in charge <laughs> or yes. Warner Brothers. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a um, yeah, they did acknowledge it in the show because he asked if he could see the Batmobile. It's like, no, we can't let you see it. <laughs> yeah, because they're just like Batmobile, bat this, bat that. And he's just like, no. I'm surprised they're allowed to even say Batman in the in the show. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning there, they weren't really saying it that much, except for here and there. They probably are allowed, like, I'm sure a deal was struck where they're like, all right, you can acknowledge that Batman is Batman, but you're not allowed to show any of his things or him. <laughs> right, but you could show Bruce Wayne. Maybe they didn't get that cleared up. Like, you can't have Batman in your show. Okay, we'll have Bruce Wayne. Oh, fuck, we forgot to write that in the contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, what do you think of Bruce wait. in this series, like, so far? And, like, we saw him in the first episode. Uh, is the... Do you think the actor who plays Bruce, does it work, or do you think they should have recasted it? No, I think it works. It seems, it's, it seems like he did a good job. Yeah. For what, for what little they use him for, he's it's perfectly acceptable. I feel like, like it would work a lot better if it were, if it was a retired Batman. But yeah. like this is a fairly active still in the field Batman. Where See that thing. I feel like this 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 Bruce Wayne. He's a good Bruce Wayne, but I don't know if if we saw him as Batman, I don't think it would work as well. I don't. I think you're right. Because I don't think he would fit the Batman look. What if they got Jensen Ackles to play Batman? He, he should be Batman. It's his destiny. <laughs> it's weird because the guy has a as a as a good look for like any type of superhero show, and <laughs> he, he's doing voiceover. It's just it's just weird to me. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he looks like in The Boys when the new season comes out. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. It, what if they did some kind of a weird uh, episode where they consult with Oliver Queen and they get Stephen Amell to play Oliver Queen? <laughs> oh, that would be, that'd be interesting. Do you think that would piss off a lot of fans of this show? Uh, probably. I feel like it would. No, it would work great for Titans. I feel like it would piss off Arrow fans. <laughs> you think? Yeah. It'd be great for Titans. I feel like that would pull a ton of people into Titans. I think so too. But I think Stephen Amell is completely done with the Arrow character. Yeah, he's done. He's out. Did you see his new show yet? I was not aware he had a new show. What's the new show? His new show is called Heels. He plays yeah. a um, he plays a professional wrestler that runs his own promotion. Okay. And it's all the stuff that we've talked about in the past that 
always kind of fascinated you about the sport? Like, I don't think you've ever cared about the in-ring product or any of that stuff. It was always the backstage stuff that always kind of caught your interest, if you had any interest in it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's he he's a he's a, a veteran wrestler who runs his own promotion that he inherited from his father, and he, his younger brother is the baby face of the promotion, and they're booking this match where they're gonna. They also don't get along very much which is really common in wrestling families. And they're going to have this big payoff match. And the younger brother thinks that he's going to be winning the title. And then when his brother tells him, hey, I'm going over, he gets all mad about it. So they do the, he gets scouted by a guy from Vince McMahon saying like, "Uh, we're going to watch your match tonight. If you perform well, We'll have a spot and we'll have a developmental contract for you ready, but we need to see how you perform on a main event stage. So they, they go ahead. He kind of rubs it in his older brother's face, Stephen Amell's character. He rubs it in his face, telling him like, Hey, you're going to stay here. Well, I'm going to have, I was like, you can win the title. You can defend the title successfully all you want. I don't care. You could beat me for an inch of my life. It's not going to matter. I'm going to have a great match with you tonight. And then when I'm done, I'm going to leave this promotion and you're going to be stuck here. Pretty much telling him like, I'm going to go make money and you're going to be stuck here because it's not, it's not a money promotion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Indie wrestlers don't make shit. They make like a hundred bucks a match. That's about it. So they go ahead, they start, they're about to do the match and Stephen Amell's character, he, he suplexes the guy and then puts him in an arm bar for real, like a real actual arm bar. And, his, and he, uh, he puts it in pretty good. The, the little brother, he's just like, dude, you're hurting me. This hurts. This hurts. And he's like, he won't let go. The referee's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, are we going to like, what's going on? He's like, you, you're, you have that movement a little too tight on him. He says, if you want me to stop, you're going to have to call the match. So the referee calls rings for the bell and the match was over. So, and he was in the ring holding his arm crying because it hurt. And he got up and punched his brother in the face for real. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the guy that was there scouting, he left because he didn't know how to handle himself when things go off script is what he told him. That's not how you handle yourself when things go off script. Sometimes things are going to happen that aren't part of the script. Yeah. And Stephen Amell's character did it because if he lost his brother, his brother was a big draw in the promotion. He was afraid that if he lost him, that the promotion would die eventually because they wouldn't have any big stars. So he was being, he was being very selfish. Interesting. And that and that type of corruption happens all the time in pro wrestling. Is this a movie or a show? This is a show. It's on Stars. Huh. Check it out. You might actually like it. There's two episodes that are up so far. Okay. Interesting. You might like it. You might not. Too. I don't know. It. I would yeah. say what's weird about it is Stephen Amell, because he's Canadian. He's a Canadian actor, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
he's playing a Southern character. So he's got this Southern accent that at times comes off very fake. And then there's times where he doesn't do it. And then he goes back to it. <laughs> God. So, and I think it's just because he's not used to it and he's realistically, he hasn't really had that many roles in his like career. He's been Errol forever. And before that, he didn't really do much other than a few scenes here with other things. But as far as like a big role, he's played Arrow, and I think he was um, a character in Ninja Turtles once. But that was about it. He's yeah. been in a couple of B movies. He was in one movie with his brother, <laughs> who looks just like him. Because <laughs> Robbie Amell isn't he in that uh, Amazon show? Fuck. That, that uh upload this, I think it's called, right? Or upload? Oh yeah, upload. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's Robbie Amal. That's Steven's little brother. I, yeah, they do look disturbingly similar. <laughs> and he also was the first firestorm in the Arrowverse too. Oh, yeah. Until they he, oh, yeah. until he was replaced. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. But yeah, I- I'm looking forward to uh, Titans. I'm looking forward to uh, what they're going to do in this show. I hope they don't. I'm hoping the Black Fire stuff's not the main event of it. Uh, considering I'm kind of liking this Red Hood stuff. I'm just curious, yeah. is he going to kill another character? I don't know who else they could kill feasibly, though. Um, I mean... Barbara? Uh, I just... Hmm. Bruce? Uh, Nah, Bruce is immortal. He's out of the picture. He's supposed to be coming back. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this, though. Like, I really hope the Black... Yeah, I hope the Blackfire thing is just a speed bump, not a story arc. Right. Because um, I think why we like it is it's so grounded, and then when they do this fantasy shit it like kind of ruins it mm-hmm. i do have a wonderful idea though so this is yes yeah. you said the whole like red mask thing um red well, red mask red hood my brain just did black mask and red hood together um red hood so you have all the titans leave and go back to san francisco and have the titans show and then you just have Dick stay in Gotham and you just have a red hood. That's, that's how you get your red hood slash nightwing show. So it'd be a nightwing show with red hood in it. Yes. And then, so you just have, you have nightwing do his normal things. And then red hood is just like the villain that's always there kind of thing. And then like just, his, his Joker. 
essentially. Yeah, you have yeah, Red Hood is just basically his Joker, and you make a show out of that. I feel like that could be a really solid show, and then they'll then then they can have their Nightwing or their their Nightwing show that they really really want to make, obviously from everything they show in Titans. <laughs> I mean, they they really should just do it. I mean, it kind of ruins Titans when you don't like. It seems like the Titans show really struggles if Nightwing's not involved. It's, so, I feel like it's a problem of that you have you have your big character and he's oh, he's taking up so much screen time and he's so interesting. All you want to see is this character. You don't all your other characters. They don't have time to become interesting or big characters. They're just the side characters because. Yeah. You have a big character that everyone is far more interested in. So why would anyone be like, oh, I really want a Beast Boy story. I want to, I want him to go on an adventure when they're just like, nah, I, I want to see freaking Nightwing fight Red Hood. That's much more of like an interesting story than anything, right. anything he could ever do. But would so you be have, worried? Would you be worried if they did split the show and they had a Titans and a Nightwing show? Would you be worried that the Titan show might not last because it doesn't have Nightwing anymore, or does Nightwing, or is it Nightwing in both shows? I think you split the Titans off. You have Starfire. You bring Raven back, and then in that show you have a Blackfire villain. Then you can get your super powery thing happening. And you have Beast Boy who can do his powers. You have Superman. Then you have all your your like suit people. Have them actually yeah. do things, and you can kind of push that like superpower thing a little bit more. And you could make Lex Luthor a villain in that show too. Yeah. So then you have your superpower thing, and then you have your grounded show, which and then they can kind of fork in two different directions. Because together it feels like we said it feels weird having the the Starfire and Raven stuff in such a grounded show. And if you separate that out and make that show a little less grounded, I feel like those characters could actually shine and do well, and then they could actually have a little better story and make these characters actually feel like meaningful. And you could cross over with Doom Patrol once in a while, too, with that. Yeah. Doom Patrol kind of has the weirdness to it, but Doom mm-hmm. Patrol is very grounded. Yeah. But I feel so, like I feel like that would be a solid. That would be interesting. So next week, what we're going to do, or not next week, so in two weeks' time, I'm just going to keep saying next week because that's just, <laughs> we're, I'm just used to saying it. Next episode um this this is going to uh, officially complete season one of batcast so this is the last episode of season one um season two of batcast starts next week or fucking shit in two weeks time (laughs) um we're gonna be covering uh two episodes of titans so the next so the one that's going to be airing tomorrow and then the one that airs uh as we record we're recording on a wednesday so the new the fifth episode airs tomorrow, and then the next week, obviously, obviously, and I think we're gonna start digging into Doom Patrol. You you go, you cool with that? 
Yeah. So we do what, like two episodes of Doom Patrol, or what are we doing? I was thinking three, since they're already readily available. So that could be watched at any time. For the Titans, when we have to wait. Okay, so too much. Two Titans episodes and three Doom Patrol. Three Doom Patrol. Yeah. Okay. We got yeah. we have two weeks two weeks to watch that, which is plenty of time. Okay. Sir, I'm a procrastinator. I I am too. But the Titans, I've been watching them as they air. So like, I'm gonna when I wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna watch it right away because I'm I'm hyped for it. So because it, it's supposed to be up in the morning. Okay. So I'll be watching that tomorrow morning, and then I probably will start the Doom Patrol. I remember Doom Patrol, the first three episodes were always, like, my favorite anyway, so it's going to be fun watching those over again. Okay. Because it starts off really good. The show does. All right. So, and, I, uh, yeah, and then we'll, I know we've promised long Halloween. I'm thinking we'll do that more closer to Halloween. <laughs> or until we run out of uh, the, these two shows. But yeah, you okay with that? Yeah, you can do that. All right. So with that, I am Stone Mill alongside Sea Salt Grinder, and we'll be back next week. Not next week. We'll be back in two weeks' time with season two of Castro GTX Drive Hard. Grind soft.